Thanks for joining us here on the 615 Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and get to know some of Nashville's residents, top entrepreneurs, and leaders of business. Hosted by Nick Woodard, a longtime Middle Tennessee resident, small business owner, and 16-year veteran realtor. Let's get to it. All right, welcome back to the 615 Podcast. Today, we have a good friend of mine, very special guest, singer-songwriter, actress, podcaster, entertainer, influencer, author, and in my opinion, she should have won season 23 of Dancing with the Stars. I hate you so much. Jana Kramer! Hey! What's up, sis? bro. How are you? Um, Really good. I love you. I'm so happy to be a guest on your show. Well, thank you. This is awesome. And I will never forget the... um, the, the Dancing with the Stars mirror ball that you made me. It was Absolutely. so sweet. You should have won. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Lori did a great job. So she deserved. Thank you. So fun to watch. I kind of forget it. Yeah. Like, I, I forgot. It's like a whole life ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I look back and I see photos of, like, when my family made the signs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wow, I was on the show. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's when you were like dipping into being a mom. Now you're just fully entrenched. Fully in entrenched. And I feel like you love every second of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> just like today, you're like, you look like you just got <laughs> shit on all day. And I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I tell yeah, Mike yeah. constantly whenever he's stressing about something with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, we met y'all somewhere doing something and and jace is in the back screaming mm-hmm. and i'm trying to talk to mike and he's got that that whole like okay i'm, I'm dealing with this I, you were I showing us a house and i'm like i love this yeah you were showing us a house and i was annoyed that we were even seeing the house because i knew it wasn't going to be right for us <laughs> but mike still wanted to see it and uh-huh. so when he wanted to see it it was at you know 4 30 and i'm like okay I would never do it at this time because I know that Jace has to eat at five and, you know, we're not going to get back in time. I'm very structured. As is my wife. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I just was like, okay. And when Jace wants to go, he wants to go. Uh And then Jolie is asking, mom, 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 where's Ramsey? Ramsey. And I'm like, just stop. Everyone just stop. Mike, get in the car. (laughs) Like, Ramsey's at home. Stop asking questions. I'm trying to like throw a passy in Jace's mouth. Well, hey there, I'm Gabriel Sedlak. My wife and I, Holly, um, had the great pleasure of working with Nick, and I was a little bit surprised how I was already pre- kind of preconditioned to what I thought the experience was going to be like. And honestly, Nick made it so effortless that it was literally like I wasn't even buying a house. It was just a normal transaction of life. So I love that he took the pain away and just made it effortless, and I, I cannot uh, tell you how valuable that is. When we first started hanging out years ago, like my my wife works for you, mm-hmm. and so when we first started getting to know you guys, we had one young child. Yep, and so you would always, "Hey guys, you want to come over?" <laughs> I'm like, "It's eight o'clock." Like you have no concept of nope. You know, we got the kid, we got a bathing, feeding. Put him down. Find a babysitter. Find a babysitter. Like, <laughs> hanging out is going to cost me $200. Like, so so now, true. seeing you guys, like, going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're my people. 
I know it's so great. It's so funny now that you know we're rationing because our our nanny's furloughed and. Mike's like, hey, okay, so we might need. I'm like, that's $40. Like, we don't need her just for those two hours, you know? So it's like, no, like, we got it. So it's, it's, no, I mean, I, being a mom is the best, I don't want to say job, but it's the best. I feel like, you know, I've never felt like I was a great actress or I was a great singer. Like, I feel like I'm good. Like, I'm good at singing. I'm good at acting. But I know that I'm a great mom. You're fantastic. I'm not a perfect mom, but I know I'm a great mom. Well, nobody is. Yeah. And that's been really cool for for me and Catherine to see. It's like, (laughs) you know... We knew you as a young single girl. We knew you as a married, very single. <laughs> we knew you as a married woman, and now you're just straight up mom, mm. and I love it. So Thank proud you. of you. I, I mean, I just I I adore being a mom, and it, the days that it's funny because the other day I couldn't stand both of them, couldn't stand them, <laughs> and I couldn't wait, you know, till they went to bed, and then, you know. When I put them to bed, I was like, ah, okay. And I go and I have my glass of wine and I do whatever, you know, whatever I do. And then before I go to bed, I always go back and check on the kids. And I'm just up there like staring at them. I'm like, I couldn't wait to put them down. And now I'm uh-huh. staring at her and, and Jason. I'm like, wake up. Mommy's here. Good night, Jolie. Like to try to like get some ounce of love back. Well, but, the yeah. ongoing joke with, with me and Catherine is like, if I go on a trip with the guys or... You know, Jana's on the road with you mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you miss the kids so much. Mm-hmm. And then we'll call back and be like, I cannot wait to get home and see them. Yeah. And the ongoing joke is that'll last for 10 minutes. Yep. And then you'll be like, oh, I wish I was back. <laughs> I know. It's been kind of a blessing, though, because I remember being super stressed the beginning of this year in January. I looked at my calendar and I was like, wow, I'm going to be gone, no joke, every single weekend. Oh, wow until at least August. And then, you know, our book comes out in September. So, you know, that's, it was almost every single weekend the entire year. And I, I remember even like Catherine and I, your wife, we had planned a girl's trip. And yep. a part of me was like, I'm going to end up canceling it because I need one weekend off. Yeah. Because how can I have a weekend to myself when I'm working? Like I have to be with the kids. And I just had so much stress, so much anxiety going into this year, knowing that that I had like all this work stuff I had to do. And now all of a sudden it's just yeah. been blown up. And so it's been kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, obviously, you know, we, we all want to work and sure, but it's been um, as challenging as, as it has been to be, you know, full time. I've, I would never, ever like take it back. It's been right. amazing. I mean, the the amount of time that I've had with both kids and like seeing Jace, she, you know, he's so young and it's just been yeah, like incredible. We, we talked yesterday about how we feel like we've seen our kids grow up like two years in the past two months. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because you're, you're there every day, every minute and you're seeing it. So being a parent of young kids, I think it definitely has been yeah. a very cool experience and a cool blessing. And I was going to ask you that, like, you know, people talk about, you know, the COVID and the quarantine and a lot of people say like, oh, I got so much done. I finally got to sit yeah. down and put pen to paper and do all these things I've wanted to do. Like, I feel like I have not been able to do any of that. You're doing it right now. Well, yeah, but I was going to start this three months ago. But that's okay. Podcast. But I'm saying like being in quarantine sure. with young children is completely different. Yeah, it's hard. I mean them you know Jolie not being in preschool and not having a nanny it's it's it is difficult um but I feel 
I feel like I've actually been more productive in a weird way That's because cool. I'm forcing myself to, cause I, I have a list like every um, New Year's Eve I do like a, what I hope for, for the year. And I, there was a few things that I didn't cross off last year and I felt disappointed in myself. Like you had all okay. year okay. to do these two things. Like what was your excuse? What were they? What's the excuse we always have? I don't want to. I'm tired or I have too much going on and have time. Yeah. Just like any excuse you can think about for working out. Like it's just the lazy factor. That's the thing that like is so difficult for me is because what I'm 39. I never really worked out past my mid Mm twenties. And then about two years ago, I was like, if I don't do this now, then I'm never going to do it. The dad bod will be just the your dad bod. bod. Will be yes, and yeah. so I started working out pretty heavily, four or five days a week, and mm-hmm. it took me probably two months to get to that mental place mm-hmm. of okay, this is part of my daily thing, and and when you miss a workout, you you know you hate it, like it becomes yeah. part of your life, and so now with with COVID and all the gyms being canceled, you know, closed. I'm like, oh God, I'm going to have to go back through that mental thing again. For sure. So when they open back up, it's just hit the ground running. It's going to be like a month. Head down. (laughs) Yeah. No, for sure. That's, but I mean, you know, you can start doing that at home and walking or running with the kids. I know. I know. Running is awful. It's the worst thing ever. The first 15 minutes. Like, why did I do this? Like, why? But no, I mean, I think, you know, there's certain things that I've, I have um, maybe delayed because I'm like, oh, okay, like it can wait. But at the same time, I also know our personalities and we're very much like we have to create. And with the business that I'm in is I don't, nothing's, nothing's guaranteed. You yeah. know, I've, I lost that movie and not lost the movie, but with when quarantine happened, you know, I had to fly back from Canada when I was filming that movie and, you know, there's no guarantee that movie's going to come back. I right. don't have the, this, this, the shows. So it's like, okay, what can I, like, I have to create because my family's lives depend right. on it. Right. You know, well, that, you're, you're naturally wired that way too. Sure. Like that, that's why me and you've always got along. We're, we're both very forward thinking. We're, we're business minded. Um, can't really physically sit still. Like you always yeah. feel like you, okay, what's the next thing I got to do? Right. And you know, we're, we're both actors. I mean, mm-hmm. so I will say though, I would like, you totally miss that. You're an actor. Yeah. You were in my whiskey video. I was. Which is why I didn't even you're blink welcome. when you said that. You're an amazing <laughs> actor. I mean, your expression when you saw those guys fighting was just, you know, but I mean, you have to be an actor being a realtor. You know, like you have to yeah, pretend to like your clients, you know, like you do it every day. Like I'm doing right now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, shut up. No, but I, I feel like we work so hard. And sometimes I was talking to a friend about this the other day. I feel like I'm, and I know you are too, like constantly grinding. It would be nice if a little cake or a treat showed up at the door yeah. where it's like, you know what? Here you go. You've worked really hard. You don't have to work for yeah. like, but it's like, it's just constantly like an but uphill. Could you... Re- if that were offered would I receive to you, it? could you receive it? No. That's not uh, the way you're wired. Depending what it is. Like maybe one time a role could just be offered without like pleading and being like, okay, how can I like cherry on top of this? And uh, like, yeah. But I mean, you've done, I've told Catherine this a thousand times, just being in the, 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 
you know, being in business period, no matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. like you've got your hand in so many things. Like Jana could be successful at whatever it is she wants to do. You know, it's, it's just, I think it's just like a mindset. That, like I just, I don't like to be in a box. I like to be yeah. like, okay, what can I, because it's going to eventually, I mean, someone would probably disagree with me where they say, if you have your hands in too many things, you're not focusing on the one thing that could be the biggest thing. So like, if I really, truly put all my energy and focus into just music, um, maybe I would be farther along or I could still be not farther along and then I would have none of the other businesses around it. Right. So I think things are changing though. For sure. That's why I, I, so different now. Everybody, you know, you, Mm -hmm. you have, you know, athletes and actors and, and, you know, people doing completely different things other than just their one sport or their one profession. For sure. And, you know, the way you're wired, would you be happy with doing just one thing, knowing you have all these different (laughs) avenues and talents and, and things you can do? I I say, I said no real fast, but it's like, it's kind of like a yes and no. Like well, you, I don't want to have to work. The, so yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I just, it. not that I don't want to work hard cause I love working hard, but I don't, I, sometimes the grind is just like, I don't want to grind to live. I want to like push to th- like, how do I say it? Like, yeah, you know what I'm trying totally to say? Like, it's just Absolutely. like, of course I'm always going to grind, but I don't want to grind where it's like, I'm fearful of what next month is. Sure. Do you know sure. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I've always said, you know, funny thing is, you know, money's not important to me. Obviously, you know, I want sure it to is. be able to... Well, it's your family. Well, you want to be able to provide for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying... I'll, I've always said I want to make enough money. I don't have to worry about making enough money. Mm. So you're just at a point but where... will like, you ever be happy? Because so, here's the thing. I remember like back in, God, let's say 10 years ago, I would say, wow, I have this much in my bank account right now. Okay. Like, I just need to keep it at this number. But you're never really truly satisfied. No. Because now you have a different number where you're like, oh my God, I'm a failure. If I didn't, if I, if it's not this number, you know, or if it's not this or, oh my God, if I don't have this, what I'm doing, like it's just living in fear. Sure. Hello. That's, and again, (laughs) hi, my name is Jan and I live in fear. (laughs) Okay. Well, that, that's one of the hardest things I have to deal with as a believer is going, okay, we're, we're taught to you know, give it to God and know that he's going to provide for us. But as someone who's driven and motivated and you feel like the responsibility is on your shoulders, you feel that it's your job to provide. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the ongoing conflict I have to deal with on a constant basis. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If I don't feel like I'm grinding, I feel like I'm being lazy. But again, I have to understand it's not my, it's not fully on my shoulders to provide for my family. Right. So it's it's tough. It's, it's a it's a catch twenty two. Yeah. No, I get that for sure. So like with with all this, you know, the the changes of the past couple of months. Like, what are some of the things you and Mike have done, like with the kids, to take advantage of this time? Like, so it's interesting because um, you know we've said the word lazy a few times in you know in, in the beginning of this, and um, that we can't be lazy. And there's I've actually embraced lazy. And it's been, it's been really good for me because there's been a few days where I had things to do. I have goals to set, but instead of, um, doing that, I would say, Hey Mike, like, let's just sit here and like finish like binge watching that one show or Hey, let's, you know, while the kids nap or Hey, let's, you know, or I put down the phone and I make sure I'm not, 
you know, working and it's like, it's just 24 seven with the kids. And I will, I went an entire day of not even really looking at my phone or responding to one work thing. And it was the most freeing thing ever where it's like, it can wait. And that's kind of what I've learned is that it can wait. And I don't, it, I don't have to respond right away and I don't have to do it right away where I can just take a day and enjoy the moment that I'm in. So So I think, is that being lazy or is that just finally resting? It's, you know, a, doing it's a little bit of both, but also acknowledging that like lazy is okay sometimes right. like, or resting. Like, so maybe like lazy sounds bad. So like for me, like whenever like, so my husband's more of a lazier person than me. He likes to, he could, He's you know, on and off. Yeah, yeah. Like he can, he can stay upstairs all day and watch TV. I can't do that. I have a hard time resting or being lazy that yeah. long. So, but I have, I can go an hour or two. And for me, I'm like, that shows that I'm. <laughs> Growing, growing or growing or willing to rest a little bit, right? right. But a same thing like well, with the your kids. Yeah, <laughs> my old age. But no, like even with the kids, it's just like there's so many times where in, when it was pre-COVID, I would, you know, oh gosh, I wonder if I have an email that came through or I have to do it, and it's okay. Right. Sorry, Julie, one second. Where it's like it's not yeah. a big deal. It yeah. can wait. And it can wait until they go to bed. That may be something that's changing with culture with COVID Mm. is I'm seeing that too. Like I used to have clients that are, you know, you're dealing with another agent, they'll send you an email, like they're expecting an immediate response. Mm -hmm. And now you respond six, eight hours later. It seems like it's more acceptable than it used to be. Yeah. Just because we're quote unquote all in this together. (laughs) Working from home, (laughs) but I've been working for home forever. But yeah, no, I mean, but with the kids though, it's just been, we've been, we're outside 24 seven. And I think it's hard when it, um, when the weather isn't nice, but even today, I mean, I don't know if you heard Mike say, you know, what happened upstairs? And I was like, oh, sorry about that. I took all the cushions off the couch and we turned the upstairs couch into a trampoline. Or, oh, Yeah, trampoline. like we nice. were jumping on all of like the cushions and, you know, we because why not? And I feel like, sure. you know, dad's always the fun dad. So now I'm trying to be the fun mom and like yeah. be cool. Well, yeah, all your stuff's going to go to crap anyway. I mean, you've totally. got young kids, so. Well, that's why, yeah, I'm like, mm, it's fine. Well, like I made it a point, especially early, you know, now that things have, have relaxed a little bit, I'm trying to do it more. But when we, when we first got into this whole stay at home thing, like I started this life school. Mm. So I would take the kids and go, okay, here's something that you need to know about life. You're not going to learn about this in school. That's this so is, cool. This is something that you're going to need to know growing up. So we did things like, you know, how, how to construct a tent, how to dig for worms, how to oh make God, a fire, I love that. Yeah, how to cook dinner. And, and so that was really cool. So I got to spend that time with them, not just the, Hey, I'm home from work and you know, you spend a little time together and this is a, this is B yeah. C D. <laughs> so it was like, okay, we're, we're going to go to the Creek and I don't know when we're coming back. We're I love going. that. And That's so awesome. It's I, kind of the silver linings of the, all absolutely. of this. I think we're going to look back on this as, this was a major teaching you know, moment. For absolutely. All. And, and you know, you hate, God forbid there were, there were people we lost and, and of course that's, that's hard. And you know, I hate it, but it's also, I think there's going to be some very deeply impacted family situations that, that come from this for the better. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I'm not going to get down in the dumps here, but there are other such situations where the kids, you know, are not in good places either with their homes and that just like breaks my heart. So it's like, I'm trying to like, you know, hopefully be able to, you know, kids can be 
because some parents can't handle it. You know, some people can't handle their kids being home 24-7. And I've noticed my temper get, you know, a little bit heightened at times just because I'm frustrated and I'm annoyed and we're all on top of each other. And Mike and I are like, just stop, you know? So it's like, I just... I just hope parents can have a little empathy and a little grace for everyone in the situation because we're all dealing with it. It's not just us, it's the kids too because right. they're they're taken out of their homes and you know like or their their levels of security too with school and and friendships right. and stuff like that. So Yeah, we had that with Caden. He did he did you know really well and he's done really well the whole time, but a couple weeks into it we could kind of feel that mm-hmm. he was he was getting a little emotional. We're like, "What's up, buddy?" He's like, "Man, I just miss my friends. Mm-hmm. I miss sports. I mean, you know, he's a very outgoing, uh, personable. You know, sports, basketball, football, um, flag football, like you name yeah. it. So when that was just kind of taken, just you know, instantly, yeah. then that, that was very difficult for him. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think again, looking forward, I think. A couple of years from now, we're going to look back on this and have more memories from from this period as a for family. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I want to ask you a little bit, a um, little bit, I don't know, let's get a little dive deep with Jana Kramer here. Deep. deep. Let's go there. So, you and Mike are, are dear friends of ours, mm-hmm. and we'd literally do anything for you. Um, most people that, that kind of live in the public eye kind of keep their personal life close to their vest. Mm-hmm. Um, you and Mike aren't like that. Mm-mm. Like, talk a little bit about how you, you've you used your experiences, your struggles, um, just things that you've dealt with in life to bless others. I mean, you have a successful podcast. You're starting a book. Like, you guys have used your life experience, mm-hmm. and you're now kind of using it as a, as a ministry to bless other people. So... I appreciate that. Um, it's hard because, um, you know, not, not everyone is as open with their, their lives. So when you're open, you're now open to a lot of criticism too, which can be really difficult. Um, when at the end of the day, we've just always been wanting to help other people. And, you know, for the people that don't know our story, um, you know, we have, we have a podcast called wind down on iHeartRadio, radio and it's, you know, we talk very openly about, so good. thank you. So good. Um, we talk very openly about, um, some things that happened in our marriage with my husband's infidelity and, um, and kind of our recovery, um, pa- past all that. And it's, it's a journey. I mean, it's a journey for all of us where, you know, some days are, are good and but I think at the end of the day we wanted to share because I know personally and selfishly for me I would have loved someone that I could relate to because when all that stuff did happen and I discovered um, my husband's affairs I there was not a book there wasn't anything that I could go to and be like okay they made it work like there, there was not one thing that I could go to to relate to at all. There was, there was this one therapeutic book about, you know, people that have cheated, but it was just this therapist talking about how to act post, you know, discovery. And I'm like, this doesn't really help me. Like, I want to see a couple that has gone through this and that are working on their marriage. And, you know, we don't know the end of our story. I mean, hopefully we stay married and we work through all our issues and but no matter what like Michael and I now we don't 
we don't fight about the affairs. We're fighting about just regular marriage stuff. And that's where, you know, marriage is just work, no matter whether there's infidelity, whether there's um, whatever there is, like marriage is just a lot of work, a lot of communication. And we've done so much therapy our first five years of marriage where, you know, when I started the podcast and Mike came on as a guest in the beginning, you know, he, he opened up and talked about it and we saw just a flood of emails and DMS coming in saying like, wow, like I really needed to hear that. Or yeah. like, thank you for saying this because this is how I feel. This is how my husband Everybody's feels going through this somebody. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even like your husband doesn't have to cheat on you to relate to what we've been through or whatever. Like I can be super passive aggressive and maybe a wife can relate to that. No. Or I, no. <laughs> or I can do this or I can, you know, I can, I can be mean and you know it's just like there's certain things that like but this is how I'm learning to do better and I think with us is we're just shining um a light on us and we're 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 hopeful that when people read our book that they can look inside themselves too and say okay maybe I'm not the best friend that I could be or maybe I'm not the best yeah. wife I can be or maybe I can do better at this um and then you know in the long run, you know, also, or, and then also like read, you know, our story and stuff like that, but just being genuinely authentic. Yeah. And that's the only way I know how to do Like, I don't, I, I can't post something like we have the best marriage ever. And like Instagram, (laughs) like couple goals. That's just not like, I, I feel uncomfortable doing that. Mike's being an ass today. (laughs) I mean, you know, yes and no, but yeah, it's like, I, I just, I just think that's more relatable and that's just more who we are. Um, but again, it's it's not easy when people, you know, say, oh my God, you guys are so stupid and this and you should leave. And we ha- all have our own decisions to make. And at the end of the day, what I know I'm doing for my family, they don't like, I want to be able to say that we did the best we could. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, our kids deserve happy parents. And as long as we're happy parents, um, and we're doing the good fight together, then, then, then we're solid and we're good. That's awesome. Um, and, and yeah. not everybody's gonna to have positive things to say. Well, Everybody I always, I always want an a hundred percent approval rate and I've realized I can't get that. That does not happen. I know, but I'm like, get to know me first and then maybe, you know, you'll like me. But. <laughs> Jana, <laughs> opinions are like assholes. I know. Everybody's got one. I know, but it's, it's okay. I mean, this is, um. I know at the end of the day we are helping people um, and we're helping people not feel as alone. And that to me is like the icing on the cake. It's incredible. Thanks. Incredible. All right. One question I like to ask every guest. Ooh. If you could go back and tell 20 year old Jana oh, one piece of advice, what would it be? Shit. At 20, I was with a con artist man who um, I married at a... <laughs> so I would say run. Run, yeah. Um, but in, in the wisdom and all the things you've experienced. Yeah, no, I, let, me, let me get to... Can I, can I go to 22? Sure. Thanks, because that was when I left that one. Um, I would say... Oh, man, that's tough because I... Oh, God. That's the hard thing is you learn from every, every decision you made. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I would say, you know, don't let another man validate who you are. That's fair. Um, but at the same, so that's, yeah, that's probably would be like that, that would be my thing. But at the same time, would I have ended up where I am now? Like all those relationships taught me something about myself. Yeah. 
And would I have ended up with the man that I have today and my family? I don't know. So it's like, I have a hard time being like, okay, if I could have done this differently, I would, but I would have, yes, I would say that don't let a, anyone take your light and, and B um, don't find validation in men because I think that's, that was something I've, I'd still try to do that. Honestly, right. Right. I tell my 36 year old self that (laughs) it's still something where that's my, that's my downfall where I want validation. That's good stuff. Thanks. That's deep thoughts. <laughs> deep thoughts. With what would you do? Ooh. What would I do? Um, I would probably go back and say, just don't don't take everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I'm such a planner, such a you know. When I was younger. I was like, I gotta save for retirement. Oh my I god! Put, I just started saving for I retirement. Put kids <laughs> college away. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Mm-hmm. It's not up to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's my job to do the best I can and and to steward what God has given me. But you know, it's it's God's job, sure. You know, and I think I try to take on a lot of responsibility that's that's not supposed to be my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd go back and and tell tell young Nick to kind of enjoy the ride a little more. Don't be so forward thinking. <laughs> no, Jana. Absolutely not. Never. In a couple of years, we'll we'll see what happens in Tennessee. But no. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thanks for joining oh me. Oh my god, sis. I love you. I love. The I fact love you that, so um, much. I love that you're doing this too. And um, if if I could have the opportunity, I'd love to come back because I do have a lot of questions I might want to ask you. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just arrange something where you take over one day. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks for having me. All right. Love you, sis. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you next time. This is the 615 Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review at nickwoodard.com forward slash podcast.